Hey, um, you know, we, uh, a funny thing happens. You know, we're not, we don't talk about dreams, right? We, we learned very early on that there's nothing more yeah, boring. We, we, we learned there is nothing more boring than listening to somebody talk about their own dreams. I'm going to just turn you off so that I... Sure. Um, this is just very briefly. Um, I think I might have, I don't need to dream anymore. So when was it? Friday night. I, so last night, I last night. realized that I don't need to have any more dreams because I had the dream to end all dreams. Um, wow. I okay. was doing shots with Bruce Springsteen <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and I woke up so happy. <laughs> He also seemed to he also seemed be, to be keen on giving me some recording, some sound recording advice, which I thought was a little dubious. The, the advice um, in my dream. So yes, I um, I did shots with Bruce Springsteen in my dreams, and that's that's the end of the story. This is a podcast in which two friends talk about the pleasures, the absurdities and imperfections of being human. I'm Simon Ellis. And I'm Lee Miller. Welcome to Midlifing. Have you got something that you're uh, desperate to talk about today? Oh, absolutely not. I've got nothing. My, I come to you with a head like a hollowed-out cantaloupe. Because I've got a couple of... Um, oh, uh, just hit me. Hit me with your best shots. Burdum, burdum. Uh, oh. Oh, it sounds like... That sounds like a heavy thing. Yeah, it was actually something that um, Finn told me a story ages ago. And it was just... It was quite an interesting conversation I had with him. And... I thought that uh, it's something that happened at school and how he dealt with it. And I was, it made me, it really made me curious about what you would think about the situation. Shall I tell you about it? it is? Yeah, for sure. So he, he was, it was in the classroom. He overheard a, a colleague, a peer, a classmate, um, say quite simply that uh, gay men are disgusting and gay women are hot. And so just to drop that straight in there. And uh, Finn uh, said, that's homophobic. And I, my question is not about the, I don't think you and I would have particularly, um, you know, the sort of dickishness of it or the absolutely kind of the sort of implicit violence you might even say of it is we could agree on that, right? But I, my question really was, and it was a question that, Finn and I talked about a lot was um, how is it to respond to that and is there any way that an opinion that you could even imagine that saying something to a situation like that could change someone's opinion so not so much about the wrongness or the rightness of it but about how it is that um, yeah what yeah hmm. so I'm going to um, I'm, I'm going to occupy I'm going to occupy the position that you usually occupy. <laughs> and I'm going well, to You mean say, sitting on the fence? <laughs> well, no, not sitting on the fence, but but I'm not going to immediately leap to leap to kind of like some this is how this is how he should be schooled. I think what Finn did was textbook perfect response. 
Ah. To say that's homophobic. You call out the behaviour and you just leave it at that. Because what you do is you, you, you mark the moment. It allows Finn to walk away from that exchange without feeling in any way, shape or form implicated in the assertion that's being made. Um, and but he is saying he's right. Finn is saying that he, he's not saying I think that's homophobic. He's saying he's calling it as that. He's saying that there's no, there's no question that because what if the, what if the person comes back and says, no, it's not. Then, then you just kind of go, well, it is, and that's it. I, I think Finn is Finn is right to not get into a debate. It's a statement of fact to say that a protected class of people are disgusting is um, hate speech. Full stop. Yeah. It's 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 not debatable according to the 2010 Equality Charter or whatever it's called, Equality Act. You know, you know the one that yeah. lays out what the. Um, yeah, 2010, yeah, that lays out uh, protected characteristics um, within UK law. So, so kind of from, a, from an, an empirical perspective, to say that is homophobic is factually accurate. It would be held up in a court of law kind of sort of thing. I mean, it wouldn't be because we know that the legal system is problematic. But certainly there are, there are laws in place to protect... Um, to to ensure that, that that protected characteristics are not uh, don't experience those kinds of or shouldn't experience those kinds of um, those kinds of verbal or physical attacks. So in that sense, Finn does the right thing. He points out that is homophobic. So it it it, 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 it is a sense of right and wrong. I, I think it's not helpful for us to get in a grey area here. Yes, except I'm I'm not talking about. I'm just using this as an example to go. Well, what is it? Yeah, is it even possible to begin to imagine um, how this person has come to that uh, that belief and to engage in a conversation to, so that understanding comes out of a conversation as opposed to. Uh, calling out you're wrong you know who this is, that's a, who do you want the understanding to be for simon well i would like i would like to imagine that um someone who uh, you know in this case a young man who's come to um well i don't think a, i don't think a probably a, a uncommon couple of assertions i think that's this there was something pretty common about um what he was, uh, the, the things he said, that it, that wouldn't be an uncommon idea or um, thought to have. And so my, what I'm curious about is what kind of conversation to have that might change that person's understanding, that might reveal something about their understanding to them. Like, is it even possible? I don't think it's possible in a single conversation, and I also don't think it's anybody's responsibility to do that. So what changes then? What's changed by Finn saying, in this case, uh, that's homophobic? These are cumulative experiences. They're not singular. So effect, mm. if, if that person is, is able to encounter change, and I, I have no reason to believe that they're not because everybody is capable of change they need to negotiate it when they can hear it mm. i'm not sure that doubling down on 
you know, calling somebody homophobic or racist or classist or, or whatever. I'm not sure that you 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 hmm, you're trying to move the needle in a moment of high temperature, aren't you? Because it it's it, uh, I think but not the, the needle that what hang on the needle that's a cultural thing or about that person that person that, that, that specific person, exchange that, that specific exchange you stepped into a moment of confrontation no matter how gently you confront somebody. Yes, you. in fact, you, you might even say that there was no confrontation until Finn, because yeah. this person, you know, from an incredibly entitled position is just yeah. saying shit, right? Yeah. And that it was only until Finn said uh, that's, that's homophobic, homophobic that it becomes yeah. a confrontation or has the potential to become a confrontation. I, I think what Finn has done is, in that moment, he has said, you are wrong. Yeah. Yeah? That is confrontational. Yep. Absolutely the right choice. You know, I'm, I'm, there's no critique about the, the fact that it's confrontational, but it is a moment of confrontation. So, Finn has contributed to turning the temperature up. Yes, he has. And wisely, there's no follow-on. Yes. Because you can't have a... Co- I mean, and I'm not... This is not coming from a place of... Um, Holier than thouness. If somebody tells me I'm wrong, it's I not can't. Coming, sorry, it's not coming from a place of what? Holier than thouness. I oh, gotcha. <laughs> if somebody says to me I am wrong, I cannot hear. I cannot hear why I am wrong until I have calmed down. Mm. Because they've told me I'm wrong, and I'm like, "Fuck you! I'm not wrong." Because I'm always right. I mean, who in the, in the who in the history of the planet has ever enjoyed being told they're wrong? Exactly. Oh yes, thank you. I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, and it's 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 a it's a process of working out how often we are wrong in life that allows us to more quickly be able to say, nope, you're right, that was a shit, oh, God, no, I misspoke, you know. I'm just thinking about the number of times that me and Bob have had an argument, and Bob has been objectively right. There's just no debate, yeah? (laughs) (laughs) And and if if she were listening... Like in, in front of a court of law, oh, yeah. <laughs> if she were listening, if she were listening, she would she would be very generous in this moment to go. No, that's not true. I'm not always objectively right, but I I cannot think of very many exchanges that we've had over nearly thirty years where she has been on the wrong side of the debate. Um, and I will, you know, I will spend not hours, but I will, I will historically, I would have spent a significant amount of time explaining why i am correct and usually yep. you know there, there was there was a point where bob wouldn't say anything and then there was a point where bob would argue back and now we've got to a point where i will go no you're absolutely i'm sorry i'll just stop talking now and just have a moment to think yeah you're right but that's like 30 years worth of training of being in an interpersonal relationship with somebody yeah <laughs> I don't mean training, training by Bob. <laughs> I mean training as in... Right, Lee, this morning we're going to start with some sit-ups, some push-ups, and then some, then some holier-than-nowness, and we're going to oh, follow through with a bit of contrition. So interesting that you went to... Ten repetitions of contrition. It's so interesting that when I said training, that's where you went. I immediately thought, click training, and I was going to be given treats. Positive reinforcement. <laughs> I'm immediately tre- being treated like a dog. <laughs> I am not going to do sit-ups. I am absolutely going to be taken... Little bits of chicken. Yeah, little bits of chicken in Bob's pocket. Yeah. yeah. Here yeah. you go, sit boy, yeah. sit. What? Or more like, inappropriate comment, 
Oh, no inappropriate comment. Well done. Here's the chicken. <laughs> Did you get a little whack over the nose for an inappropriate comment? <laughs> no, positive reinforcement is the only way that you t- teach people. Yeah, and actually, no stick, so. in, in a way, as silly as that dog analogy is, it's actually quite a useful one. Jeffrey doesn't learn. Uh, Jeffrey do, Jeffrey's never had a hand raised to him in his well in this house. Jeffrey's never had a hand raised to him, so Jeffrey would not learn by being smacked. Jeffrey doesn't learn if you shout at him. You know, if you don't do that, I mean, he just looks at you and goes, "What?" You have to draw his attention away from the thing that he's interested in and tell him how clever he is for coming to see you. Yeah, that's how Jeffrey works, and I think that human beings are no more complicated than dogs in that respect so what you are saying is that finn should walk around school with little bits of chicken in his pocket and then um (laughs) but i don't see i mean i don't what i don't so how is saying in this case you're homophobic well I, I guess I'm the training thing is I mean I, I I'm not sure I don't like the word in this context or the analogy in a way I mean I, I was talking about sli- me I am I know was talking about me I know I know we're being slightly facetious anyway but but there's also something about um, well I guess I'm thinking about I, I, this is where it's dangerous ground in a way from my perspective because it, it, it it's still coming from the position where I think what's right you know in the sense that there's an opportunity. How is it that this young man might start to think about the world differently? And maybe what you, what I think you're saying is that Finn saying that's homophobic is enough. Yes, because I think I'm I'm hearing a. Um, it feels like there's a contradiction in your anxiety. Yeah. That you don't want to train him. But you want his behaviour to change. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is it's there's something that, I, that absolutely that, there's, that a, there's feels, a contradiction. Yeah, that feels contradictory to me. Either we go, actually, we don't need to worry about change. No, no, no. That was my no. I want to. Sorry, it's definitely there's contradiction. It's something about the word training, which I think is weird. Yeah, but, yeah, I know. But, but I think actually, at the at the heart of the question has been a, sen- a sort of a sense of contradiction that that you are you want to resist the idea of. You don't like training. You want to come into a conversation, but you still effectively want that person to change <laughs> exactly. in a way that will exactly. satisfy what you need from them. Well, you're well, no. not going to no, no, no. you're that's not right. going to accept that his perspective might have validity. No, no, that's no, I, no, that's not the case at all. I, I, I'm more interested in him in understanding the validity of his position. Right, so th- th- no, that's what you I'm... totally lost me. You're you're you want to understand the validity of homophobia. That's what I just heard, and I'm sure that's not what you mean. Well, I'm just saying he's got there, right? He's got there. He's he has this thought. He has these feelings and these experiences. And I'm try. What I'm trying to say is that what? How, how is it that I might come to understand that? So that there's some sense of, and again, I'm not saying that it's right, but I want to know what kind of dialogue I could be in with, or what, how to shape a dialogue or a conversation with a person who has that kind of thought or that kind of feeling, such that it doesn't just become a kind of calling out of the behaviour, that there's more to just saying, you're wrong. Still not getting what you want from the end of the conversation, though. 
Well, a do conversation. You, do, like, how, to, how do you what, go about what, having a no, conversation? I do, but I don't understand to what end. This is the bit that I'm, I'm struggling with, Simon. What's the purpose of the conversation? What do you want to happen at the end of it? Well, at least genuinely, I would like to be able to imagine that there's some there's something to be uh, there's some there's something to be gained for, for both people to be involved in a conversation. That something that's some kind of understanding about where it is that we've how it is that we've come to think particular things in our lives, and to try and make sense of where we come to think and how we come to think those things, regardless about the wrongness or rightness of them. But I don't get that. You mean you can't entertain the possibility that someone thinks those things and that they've thought no, those I things? No, I completely understand. And that, 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 that person should not be allowed to think those things. No, the, I don't think that. The... I, no, I don't think that either. What I'm saying is, I don't know what I don't know what the purpose of the conversation is because I I kind of understand why they think those things. Because it's how, a com- you, how can you possibly know that? Because it's a combination of social and familial uh, training in the same way yours and mine is. And either we're responding to or we're responding against. So it it doesn't feel like I need to understand how they could possibly be there unless I'm wanting to somehow shift their perspective. And I don't think it's anybody's job to shift their perspective. I think Finn needed to say that's homophobic for Finn, not for the other person. Mm. I don't. I can't speak on Finn's behalf in that respect because I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. Because I don't. I don't. I don't. Okay, I'm projecting myself into Finn in this moment. Yeah, so I'm imagining saying that's homophobic. I need to say that. I need to put a marker down. So that in this particular social exchange, I am not complicit with a, an ideology or a perspective or a worldview or a way of being that, that makes me share. feel uncomfortable. I don't want on any level to seem to say that is okay. I don't need mm. to do anything beyond saying I'm not okay with that. I mean, I suppose you could say I'm not okay with that. Mm. But I'm, I'm, you know, again, I'm not disagreeing to, with to, that. To, I'm not disagreeing with that. Yeah. I, and I know that the, I th- oh, I don't know. I think that the pause is that I, uh, we're encountering my, um, my apparent intransigence that I don't want to get into a conversation with this imaginary person. Or in this case, it's a, a real person, but we're, who, who we're, we're imagining. We, we, we've, exactly, we've made imaginary. <laughs> I, I yes, don't... and I'm, and I'm, but in the, where I'm trying to ride that paradox, and it is, and it, or contradiction, as you rightly said, which is, um, which is that I think something's gone wrong, right? I think something's gone wrong in 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 the sense that uh, here's a young man who's even if it was just uh, just outrageous bravado, or a kind of or a way of uh, like um, how do you say like uh, you know trying to get a rise out of people like he just <clears throat> might have been shit stirring, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that that. I'm so I'm fascinated by or want to know what it is about that human being that's that's got him to there and that there might be other ways for him to think about the world. So that's the that's the contradiction which is the the training thing which you which you picked up on but also 
also wanting to be in a conversation, and the possibility that I might understand, I might understand homophobia differently in this case, or I might understand this human being differently. That my capacity to be in to be connected to and understanding of this human being might be changed by that um, by an exchange with him. Hmm. But I don't know how to have that. I wouldn't know how to have that exchange, and I don't think saying that's homophobic. Well. I don't know. I, don't, I, mean, I mean, it's a genuine question. I'm, when I'm saying I don't know, it's because I really don't know. Hmm. But I don't think it's enough. I don't think, I think, yes, for me, it would be enough to go in the sense to call it out and go, okay, I haven't, I've, uh, I've, I've said my thing and not allowed that to be, I haven't just uh, given it a pass by my silence, right? Yep, mm-hmm. I can yep. get that. But yep. like to me, that's, that's, that, all that does is, it, 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 well, not all it does, but the possibility that, that all it does is, uh, <laughs> Fuck it out. The possibility that one of the things that happens as a consequence of that is just a is a understanding of being in common. Mm. But I'm trying to mark by saying it, I'm trying to mark myself as different. So I'm I'm trying to get at that. I, I don't know if that's helping at all. Well, I mean, it, it it might help me why you want to have the conversation because it you know it it, it helps. M- <sighs> yeah, I, I, I I'm stuck behind something that I can't. I can't find words for or even find the edges of to start to peel back. I mean, I don't want to, you know, in those times, that, in a situation like that, I mean, I really applaud Finn. I'm not suggesting it's, it's you know, I'm not saying that he made a mistake or anything like that. I, don't, I, I think he's far braver in those things than I am. Absolutely far braver than I am. But, um, but, but I guess I'm trying to get at, uh, well, I'm trying to recognize being in common as opposed to being indifferent, you might say, indifferent, indifference, or it's not that, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, opposition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and perhaps, perhaps you're right in the sense that there's nothing to be gained from the sense of being in, being in common. Although, you know, I think that the, the profound polarization of, uh, of, uh, of, of politics, I mean, certainly in the United States, but I think to a lesser extent in the UK as well, is... The more we keep playing with how we are different, the worse that gets. I don't see how it gets better by saying, as you said, just then theming and using. Mm. No, I, I, I don't disagree with that. Hmm. I, I, I think, I think, I, I just, I maybe that maybe I can find the edge and maybe I can peel something back and perhaps what I find underneath it is just my hypocrisy. In that, How, in that I I understand what you're saying and I agree with you and I think theming and uzzing is really deeply problematic and continues to just like create these horrifying rifts down which we fall and perhaps understanding is is what is needed and we have extrapolated from a story from a 17 year old. Sure. At a, sure. A, a in a in a a, a wider social context, which yeah. you know, if we if we do cast ourselves back to being seventeen year olds, you know, I remember being I remember being <laughs> this is a, a one of those I, I remember being the subject of homophobic attacks, which is mm. hilarious as a as a man who's never slept with men, but homophobia is not about where you put no. your dick homophobia is about 
when we encounter something which doesn't look like the version of masculinity which we think is supposed to be preeminent. Yep. Um, and by attacks, I just mean I just mean bullying. You know, I don't yeah. mean I, I, I've said this before that you know I, I I I've never had the shit kicked out of me, so it's not that sort of sort of stuff. But there the, there has been um, I'm trying to remember who it was who wrote about it. Somebody wrote about it recently about it might have been Owen. Oh, what's his face? The guy who wrote Chavs. Um, Jones, Owen Jones, is that right? Yeah, Owen yeah? Jones sounds right. It yeah. might have been Owen Jones. He writes in the Guardian. He, yeah, but it might not have been him. It feels like the kind of thing he would have written about. Um, but um, and I don't mean that that sounded dismissive and 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 no, but he's, it's, he's, it's certainly he's very he's, he yeah. writes a lot about um, homophobic attacks and yeah yeah and and he you know he he was he was talking about this idea or writing somebody who I'm going to claim is Owen Jansen. There might be a link in the show notes if this conversation makes it into the yeah. edit. Um, <laughs> well, it's the only conversation we've got so far. So we but I'm, yeah, but this, this bit, part of it. I, yeah, suppose, yeah. I suppose this part of it, yeah. <laughs> hell, because hell, we better start again now. <laughs> uh, um, but, you know, somebody was, say, somebody was writing about the idea that, well, actually homophobic attacks against straight men are something that we need to think about not because they deserve more concern than homophobic attacks against gay men but it speaks to about the same problem it, yeah exactly it speaks to the the homophobia that that is is riven through society okay so mm. just to kind of put a that's sort of like the the asterisk over the top of it mm. but i remember being 17 and being called a puff by people who hated me and I remember being called a puff by people who didn't hate me. And so so both of them are a use, you know, it's a use of, of homophobic language to, um, it's also a very British word and one that's fallen very deeply out of favour and I'm very happy for that. But um, it's, it's, It sounds so, it's, it's, these days it sounds so kind of um, uh, uh, light, doesn't it? Like it's, I mean, it's strangely... But, you know, but, but the shame that was attached to it was no less, yeah, yeah. you know, absolutely, in, in, in absolutely. 1987 yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It would have been 1990 when I was 17. Um, so, those people who <laughs> the, those people who I was effectively in a friendship group with, who were who were who were using homophobic language as a as a kind of um, uh, whether it was whether it was comedic or whether it was there was something sharper at the heart of it. Um, I was in dialogue with those people. I wasn't in dialogue with the people who were yelling it out of car windows as they drove past. Mm. So the conversation and the ability to to kind of to meet with the I think it's probably because in in my head the, the there's something I've kind of got a, a more polarized a more polarized setting. So I've got the person who I'm in social dialogue with who says something homophobic and I say that's Jeffy having a scratch. I say that's homophobic. That's not no. Another. <laughs> um. So I think in in my head I, I've kind of this, there's something polarized that's happened. So I've got the, the I've got the homophobe who I'm in dialogue with, and I've got the homophobe who screams out of the window. And I suppose what I'm saying is, mm. I think, or what I'm starting to think is, the homophobe who yells out of the window, I. I I don't know what the interface is. I don't know what the value is. 
I don't know what the possible mm. outcome of a conversation could be to, mm. to teach me what? To teach me that that person is so deeply uncomfortable in the world, whether that's through mm. entitlement, whether that's through a feeling of abject loss of position, whether, you know, there's, there's all sorts of, you yeah. know, sociological yeah. things that we could place on that. But there's yeah. very little I can do to intervene as an individual sure. into sure. that person's narrative given sure. that they feel able to scream something out of a window which is different from a, when Abs- you, as you say a, absolutely a social if, situation yeah. or in a so uh that was a weird I mean, thanks for the conversation, by the way. I really, I, you re, I find them, it really challenges me. It really challenges the kind of way. And, and also I think there's sort of, there's a particular kind of naivety I bring to them as well, a sort of, uh, which I'm always a bit uncertain about. But um, I get really mad because there's a, a, there's a, a, there's a, there's a sort of, there's a stridency that I bring to them. And I, I, I sometimes think I can't hear anything except my own righteousness mm. which i get really frustrated with and try and fix in the edit he's <laughs> <laughs> making and making myself sound less righteous in the edit <laughs> show title <laughs>